Hello and welcome to episode 19 of View from the Sideline podcast. It's Chris here and Rich is here as always. Hi Chris, happy new year. Happy new year to you. Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, I did mate, yeah. I'm seeing you. Yeah, it was not too bad, not too bad, thank you. Um, watched probably too much football to be honest, but there was a lot of it on. Um, I bet yeah. you were. Uh, I bet you were up at the crack of Christmas Day watching uh, A League highlights or something. <laughs> <laughs> there was there, there were matches, four, but not matches. Four, yeah. Yeah. Not matches on Christmas Day, but but yeah. No. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, w- what is coming up on this week's podcast? Uh, well, today, so um, we've got the uh, weekly teaser. So that's that back for the new year um and then we, we haven't really got a premier league review as such but we've got um a review of all the football that's happened here so um quite a few matches to have a look at so we'll, we'll pick out our, our highlights from over the festive period uh and then we've got a quick review of the efl so we can let the listeners know um how the tables are looking uh, then in part two, we'll do just a summary, just a quick summary on the predictions because they have continued um, over Christmas. So you may have seen on Facebook there, we've been posting them on there. Uh, and then we're going to finish off uh, with a bit on Yeovil, I believe, Chris. Yeah, we've... With um, the uh, troubles they're, they're, they've got yeah. at the moment. I mean, you're a lot better placed to um, comment <laughs> on it than I am, but I'll yeah. uh, I'll um, give it a go. Yeah, well, well, we um, earlier this week I um, reached out on Twitter to get some fans' opinions and uh, got some rather interesting replies. So we'll go through some of those as well, as well as my well, what I would say my own experience of what's happening with the club at the moment. But that is for part two. Anyway, we'll we'll crack on straight into the teaser. Um, is is pretty simple. Well, I'm not going to lie, Rich. I thought well, easy back we're, in. We're, yeah, we're easing ourselves back in, so uh, can't be anything easy, too yeah. difficult. Ease yourself back in. So, um, Rich, can you tell me the two players who scored four goals between the 26th of December and the 3rd of January? This. So that was the fo- that's four goals between the 26th of December and the 3rd of January. They were the most goals scored by one player. Like two players, in fact, because two two players managed to do it. So the, the December just gone, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's the yeah. box. So box. So from Boxing Day's fixtures to the end of the Man City Liverpool game on Thursday. Okay. okay. Do I get a, Do I get a division that they're in, or? Oh no, yes, it was Premier League. Sorry. Yeah, oh, Premier I was going to say. I think you've. Um, I think you. Um, underplayed that to be honest I thought it was going to be a lot easier than that but leave it with me and uh, yeah, I'll have a thing alright okay so um, yeah so we're going to believe go into some of the festive football now um, so well I, I guess we should start quickly with the, with the Premier League table and uh, obviously Liverpool top of the table four points clear but obviously that game last Thursday against Man City was uh, was probably the biggest game of the season, I would say, for both clubs so far. And um, yeah, it, it was it was an okay game. I didn't think it was that bad, but I think Man City 
desperately needed to win that to keep their title chances um, uh, going, really. Um, but did you catch the game, Rich? Yeah, I, I, I saw the majority of it. I, I, I agree with you in the respect of if if Liverpool had won it, I think they would have gone 10. I think it was 10 points it would clear. Have been, it would have been 10 points, which is a huge lead yeah absolutely I, I i think it's a huge lead in the respect of they hadn't lost the game up until that point um and if the result had gone in liverpool's favor i think it would have been city's third defeat in a row so um the, the way liverpool are playing at the moment you, you can't give them a, a 10 point 10 point lead going into the second half of the season so i think it was a must win game for city but i think um even more maybe as a neutral, it just keeps it keeps it alive a bit. I, I guess, well, from a Spurs point of view, it's probably a decent result as well because it kind of keep keeps them in the hunt. But it was an edgy it was an edgy game. Um, it wasn't it wasn't as free flowing as you would expect from from the, the from the teams that were playing and the goals they've scored. Yeah. But I think that was all that was going to be expected. There was always going to be a, a bit of nerves around it. I think uh, it was a good game, but obviously, like you said, it's, the, the result helps uh, uh, Tottenham um, quite a bit. Obviously, Tottenham in third at the moment. Um, and you're only two points behind Man City. I think you have been. Going above them, haven't you? A, a little bit, obviously, when you've been playing at the earlier games than what they have, you have been moving up into second. But... Yeah, we've been yo-yoing. I think we've been in cup in second a couple of times. Um, but like you say, it's more for the fact that we've been playing before City. But um, I, I mean, the Spurs Wolves game was one that I was going to pick out from <laughs> from the Christmas period. I mean, basically because it, it almost takes you back to to the old days with Spurs really when there's these games that they they should they should on paper I mean they should have won that yeah. really I know um Pochettino's record unfortunately is now gone which I like to oh, um, yeah. I forgot. I continue totally to forgot. talk about so yeah that's totally the first for- promoted club that he's totally lost forgot to. about that you didn't tell yeah. me you didn't mention that funny no funny I didn't mention that no I didn't <laughs> I'll only mention it while the record was still intact <laughs> um but uh, that if you kind of if you if you if you gave, if Spurs had won that game, then they'd be right in it. I mean, having all played the same amount of games, there would have been a point above City and only three behind Liverpool. But it's um, it, it wasn't it wasn't a great result. Fair yeah. play to Wolves. I mean, Wolves played well. They kind of Spurs struggled in the second half, and Wolves sort of blitzed them with with the free sort of quick fire goals, but. The, the the thing I enjoyed coming out of that from a from a Spurs point of view was the next game away at Cardiff when it could have been a possible banana skin and I know Cardiff don't or especially didn't in that game protect uh, defend particularly well the fact that Spurs got a three 0 win on the back of it um, sort of was, was a good thing for me it was a good it was a good result. No, yeah, they need. It's just one of those things where you just need to bounce back, don't you? From, um, from obviously after losing to Wolves, it was like when, similar to when Chelsea lost to Wolves and then they beat Man City the next game. It kind of makes you think, well, how is this? How did we lose? Yeah, that but, last and, I, game? but and and Wolves, Wolves will beat. Um, 
Wolves will beat big sides this year. I mean, I just, I, I just give you a, a few of the games that stand out for me, sort of over Christmas. Obviously, the City Liverpool one. Yeah. Not necessarily because of the, because it was a, a an ex, a, a very exciting game, sort of end to end, but just because of the magnitude of it, really. Um, as I said, the Spurs Cardiff one. I mean, Spurs were scoring for fun over Christmas. The, I was just about the, to say the, 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 the six, eleven the goals in two, two games, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the five nil at Bournemouth. Well, I think because of the previous result, the Everton result, it was sort of amplified a bit. I mean, I. I Bournemouth had their chances. I'd even sort of say that it flattered Spurs a little bit, 5-0. Although they were pretty ruthless, I mean, 5-0, you kind of think that it was so one-sided, but I don't I don't necessarily think it was. The, the one for me was the Everton, 6-2. I mean, that was, an, that was an unbelievable game. I remember phoning you sort of when they were 3-1 up and you, you, you didn't even realise that Spurs were winning because you, you hadn't looked at it. Um, and then it just sort of went on from there. It's, it's some unbelievable football um, and an absolutely great result for Spurs, that one. But there's a couple of others. I mean, Leicester beating Man City. I mean, that was a great result for Leicester. Bit of an upset. Wasn't the only team that Leicester beat over Christmas? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, I'll come on to that. Um, but that, I thought that was a good game. Liverpool 5-1 five, five against Arsenal. I mean, what a performance that was. I mean, I think How in the... Bad. Uh, Arsenal so bad, though, weren't they? Yeah, I think... Like... Well, we had that one in the predictions, and I, I think yeah. I went for a score draw, which which was massively misplaced. Um, I just put another couple out. Cardiff beating Leicester away, bearing in mind that Leicester had come off the back. I think they'd beaten you guys, hadn't they? Then they'd, then they'd beaten, beaten City. City. Yeah, they lost to Cardiff. Yeah. Then they lost to Cardiff, but then they went and won at Everton. So... Um, Palace, Palace beating Wolves 2-0 away. That was a real surprise for me. Um, I thought that was a bit of a home banker, but fair play to Palace. Wolves, Wolves had only lost against Liverpool in, when they played Palace in the last six games. They'd only lost to Liverpool. They'd beaten Tottenham, Bournemouth, Newcastle and Chelsea. So Yeah, um, so was, I mean, that, that was, was that, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a surprise result. Um, I have put Chelsea nil, Saints nil. Um, not a great game, but Ooh, the, the the thing that got me with that was if you're a Saints fan or or a player, anyone associated with the club, really, you go to Stamford Bridge and get a point, which you think's a really good result, um, and you end up falling into the relegation zone because of other results. I found that a bit a bit strange. Um, uh, and for me, the the game of the over Christmas, well, I'd, I'd probably say it was the half, was uh, Bournemouth 3, Watford 3. What a first half that was. 3-3 three, three it finished, yeah. but it was but it was yeah. free all it was free all at half time, so no second half goals, but um Watford haven't done too what bad a game. over Christmas, have they? They've they they've only really lost well they lost to Chelsea, um and they've had Three draws, two wins, and a loss in the last six games. It's not too bad. Yeah, um, I mean, they considering they after not, yeah, so they got a pretty they, bad run. They got a point at home at Newcastle um, just before the new year. That was after the two-one, two-one defeat by you guys. But uh, j- just mentioning Watford, I mean, if you if you take United's form out of it, 
since Solskjaer went in, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second. Um, Watford are are right in there. I mean, they're level with Wolves at the moment, only two points behind Leicester in seventh. So, yeah, decent season. I think seventh will probably get you a Europa League spot. Because I think I think the FA Cup and the League Cup will be won by teams between one and one and six anyway. So I think seven, you might be able to get them. Um, well, yeah, I mean, but because ever live you, up, li- live update ahead. just quickly on the EFL Cup. City are four 0 up, and it's just coming up to half time. So it's going to be a Man City. <laughs> Man City on the final. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a Man City Spurs final. So um, yeah, so yeah, you're right. The, the Europa League places will probably drop. You're not biting, Chris. Why are you not biting? Because there's a second leg. Well, <sighs> for Burn, probably not. But for Chelsea, there is. Well, anyway, just, I've got a just, few games. Just means we beat you by more. Anyway, carry so, on. Uh, Highlights, well, at the bottom, obviously, Fulham beating Huddersfield by a goal to nil. Um, neither team have been impressive in the last sort of 10 games, but I think that game... Was that the one with the penalty drama, where they missed the penalty? There was a bit of a bit of an argument. Was it so Mitrovic eight, and so, Kamara? Yeah, so Kamara missed, yeah, so he missed the penalty, but Mitrovic scored in the 90, I think it was like 90th minute, I think. Um, but, yeah, Huddersfield... I can't even remember the last time Huddersfield won a game because uh, they've not they've not picked up a single point since we last did a podcast. Uh, and you, you know who they've got next, don't you? Huddersfield away uh, at Cardiff. Cardiff. So they've got oh god, they've got their next games are Cardiff away, City at home, Everton at home, Chelsea away, and Arsenal at home. Yeah, I just, I just, just, just very quickly on that because I, I know it's something we've spoken about before. Um, Huddersfield losing their last five games, but we, we've spoke quite, quite a few times about the goal difference down at the bottom and Fulham with the amount of goals they've conceded. So, if you think how how bad Fulham's goal difference was, um, Huddersfield are only four goals away from it now. So it's Fulham they can't score. That's the problem. Yeah, well, Fulham at minus twenty eight, but Huddersfield are at minus twenty four, and we always we're always sort of speaking about how many goals Fulham have conceded. Admittedly, they have conceded ten more goals than 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 Huddersfield, but it's the goals for which is going in Fulham's favour now. So yeah. Not only are Huddersfield four points adrift from them, but the, the the goal difference is sort of evening itself out as well. So, yeah. So, um, where was it? okay? So, um, let's talk a bit about Man United. So, obviously, when, and I think it's the last podcast before we broke up. I think Mourinho had, had been sacked, so I don't think we got round to actually seeing Solskjaer's first game against Cardiff. Um, obviously they are playing a lot better under Solskjaer. Um, obviously I think Mourinho, there, there was definitely something going on behind the scenes with Mourinho. I think for, I think players like Paul Pogba is mo- ten times the player he was now than what he was under Mourinho. <coughs> He's had such a good Christmas period. But just, um, just as a quick question, though, yeah. Chris, just just very quickly, what, what do you think? 
but but what's the difference? Yeah, because he's got uh, he's yeah. he's got he's got the same players. The same players, yeah. Whether just, he was playing them or not yeah. is is one thing, but they all look like they they care, whereas they didn't with Mourinho. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I think I think they they I think they've got the motivation behind them now, and I think his first game in charge against Cardiff away, I think that was. He had to win that one to get them going, I would say. But in saying that, they've played Cardiff, Huddersfield, Bournemouth and Newcastle. They've won them all, but they are teams that you would expect them to be beaten. So it's going to be interesting. I'd say when they... Well, it's, it's their a, next I mean, game, <laughs> the next game is UAA. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. Is, but I think you say that, but even with Mourinho... Um, I mean, they went to West Ham and they—they, they, I think it was three 0 or three one. And the way West Ham were playing, you would yeah. have expected them to win. They went to Brighton and lost. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily expect them to beat Spurs, but Spurs went to Old Trafford and won three 0 So, Mourinho's last games were—he lost to Liverpool three one. He beat Fulham four one. Drew of Arsenal two two. Drew of Saints two two. Drew of Palace nil nil and lost the Man City three one. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, but they have had a good. I think out of all the teams in the league, they've probably had the best. They've improved the most, and and their league position now they're comfortably in sixth, and you know only only three points behind Arsenal in fifth now. And so yeah, but if, if you look at if you if you if you look at the last five games, you've got Liverpool, Spurs, and United all got four wins out of the last five. So I mean, form wise, last five games they're. They're, they're top of the table. Well, I didn't realise this. The one thing that I, when I was looking at the league table earlier is that Arsenal, Man United have con- Arsenal have conceded thirty-one goals and Man United have conceded thirty-two. Yeah. That can you compare that to Newcastle fifteenth who've conceded less, Palace fourteenth conceded less, and Brighton in thirteenth have conceded less as well. So, yeah, but just sorry, and I I keep going on about the last five games. But look at Arsenal's five game last five games. They lost three two at Saints. They beat Burnley three one. They drew one all with Brighton. They lost five one to Liverpool, and then they beat Ars- uh, Fulham four one. That's no clean sheet. Um, and you've got three four five Wait, ten eleven like- eleven goals in their last five games they've conceded. So you can kind of. Probably makes a little bit more sense. Um, but... but the the mid table teams, um, so this like from what so, so from Leicester in seventh on thirty one, down to Brighton I'd say thirteenth on twenty sixth. It's all they are all pretty close, and it, it's only going to take one of them teams to get a couple of wins, and they'll be in the top half of the table anyway. Yeah, but I think I well... think the interesting thing is 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 the bottom half. So you look at. So 15th Newcastle on 18 points. I think there's three or four teams on 18 points actually. But um, I think Huddersfield now is you look eight points behind. They are now of of, of relegation. Yeah, they're eight points so, away. And I don't well, think I mean, any is it is it no team has ever survived being that. I think eight points. I think no team has ever survived from being eight points behind. I, I I think I think they're going to struggle. For me, for me, the the I, I mean, although Fulham have improved slightly, I mean they are picking up points, but the teams above them are picking up points as well. I mean, 
even sort of Burnley, they're maybe they're a couple of points clear now after a couple of wins. Palace are picking up points. You've got uh, Palace in 14th to Newcastle in 15th. You've got a four-point gap, but then from Palace up to Leicester in seventh, um, it's, it's it's nine points. Yeah. So I think it's. Um, it's sort of spreading out a bit. The, the one thing, just just very quickly um, yep. on mid-table, I just wanted to say something about Everton because Everton are always a team that every week I seem to say they they flatter to deceive or whatever the whatever the saying is. But I know there's been um, some some news in the press today. I think well this morning I think it came out about the owners saying that it's it's basically just not good enough where they are. The expectations should be higher. I mean, they sit in 11th at the moment, 27 points. Uh, 31 goals for, 31 goals against, but they've lost four of their last five, uh, with the only win being the 5-1 away at Burnley. But I, I, I couldn't agree more with the statements that yeah, are coming yeah. out. I just, Everton are just one of those teams that they just they don't disappoint you because it's almost you don't expect anything from them sometimes. Um, uh, but I just, I just wanted to give that a mention because I just well, think maybe, their, know, league, their, their league position smack bang in the middle of the table is kind of how I see them. Oh yeah, the, uh, when I, I'd say that's pretty where they are now is where I probably would have said predicted they would be round anywhere between tenth and twelfth, really. So yeah, but, but I've uh, seen because is this is all is this all coming from them in the new stadium where they said when they get their new stadium, their aim is going to be to win the league. Did you see that? Well, I mean, what what does the stadium do? That's are the all plan. the seats... Yeah, they're saying that this new stadium, the plan is they move into the new stadium and within so many years win the league, but... I think that'll only happen, mate, if if like they've got robotic goalposts that whichever way Everton are shooting, they sort of expand... They might they uh, might be in their new stadium before you are so. Well, yeah. <laughs> as long as they don't win the league before Maybe. us, I yeah, don't yeah, care. yeah. Careful what you wish for, mate. Yeah. Well, um, well, that kind That's of sums a... up the, the Premier League at the moment. Um, and you know, Chelsea for me, fallen a little bit behind over Christmas, but you know, things I think might get better, but. The one thing that they desperately need is is a striker, but we will um, we will see what's going to happen. We'll see, yeah, we'll see, mate. We won't have the league cup to worry about, so that'd be that'd be something off your mind. We've got our, we've, in our in our next five league games, we've got Arsenal and Man City away. So fun hmm. times. Watch so, yeah. this space. Watch this space. So um. Yeah, so that was the Premier League. Uh, Rich, what is happening in the Championship? Crikey. Well, where do you start? I mean, it's it literally, um, there seems to be a new leader at the top of the division um, pretty much every week. Um, but the, t- the top six the top six sides are, are sort of as you were, really, as you'd expect. Um, Leeds are top, uh, but Again, they've lost their last two games, so uh, three wins in a row before that. Um, but the, the form of the teams below them is sort of stills allow allows them to stay at the top. Norwich, who were on an unbelievable run of form, 
so they've only won one of their last five. Uh, so they're second two points behind Leeds. Um, Sheffield United, uh, they've got three wins uh, on the bounce. So they're up to third. West Brom are still there, but they haven't won in the last two. Middlesbrough are always hovering around fifth or sixth, uh, but their form hasn't been great lately. Um, and Derby are up into sixth, but again, they've only won one of their last five. So there isn't really anybody in the top uh, six or eight. I mean, so Derby are in sixth for the last to the last playoff place. Uh, Forest are in seventh, but they're still four points behind. But um, and then you sort of drop down to your QPRs and your Villas. Villa, I think I find Villa a bit like Everton. They sometimes yeah. they're really good, other times they're well, they're terrible. They've only won one of their last they've five. Got I Tammy guess... Abraham from Chelsea at the moment. I think he's the yeah. I think he's the, the top goal scorer in the championship or, or joint. I think we're well, mate from Sheffield United. Yeah, but... but to be fair, I mean he got five in one game, didn't he, or well, four? Four, eight, was it? <laughs> yeah, and then to, to be the, the the form team in the division is Hull. Five wins out of five for Hull City. Yeah, they have. Then you've got Stoke mid table, but um, oh, I see they've just um, Gary Rowett's just yeah he's, he's just been so sacked. The guy that's taken over Nathan Jones from he Luton. Is, he's an old Yeovil player. He played for Yeovil. He's assistant manager at Yeovil for a bit. Oh, Stoke are screwed then. <laughs> they're, I've got an interesting choice though for. They're going to plummet. For, well, for, but I mean, uh, Luton are flying. I know he's doing well, really. yeah, but you know, it's just. I mean, I actually, I actually tipped Stoke at the beginning of the season to win that league. If you think, if you look at the players they've got, like uh, Tom Ince, Joe Allen, um, yeah. a phobie, uh, Crouchy's on the bench quite a lot of the time. Have you seen uh, how many games they've drawn, Stoke? Yeah, like, like 11, 11. Huge so they've got, games they've got. Yeah, 11 draws, um, they eight wins, seven defeats. 10 games without losing, but seven of them were draws. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, obviously, they've got Butland in goal. I think there's still Shawcross is still there. I mean, squad wise, they've got they've got a decent squad. Um, well, it's such, it's such a, diff- it's such it's a difficult different. league. Their squad is literally. It's almost the same. Mm. I don't think they lost anybody really. Well, Shakiri, but um, and then at the bottom of the championship. I mean, it's as you were. Ipswich, have, have Ipswich won yet? Rich, have they, have they won. They won. They, they beat. They, they beat Wigan on the fifteenth of December. So we were still recording then. Since then, they've got a point um, at home against Sheffield United. Then they've lost their last three, but they're now ten points. They're ten points away from relegate from the okay. uh, inside the relegation zone. Um, I think they've just had a change of manager, or they've just sacked their manager as well. Carthy left, didn't he? Didn't yeah, and Paul Lambert was there, but I'm not. I've, no, actually, I think he might still be there. But obviously, they went out. Yeah, they went out the FA Cup to Accrington as well, so that's given them no no confidence there at all. Reading second to bottom on 20 points, then Bolton uh, in the last relegation place on 22. But I mean, they're three points behind Rotherham, so they are a little bit adrift. But nobody seems to want to win, well, not necessarily win that league, but it's just so topsy-turvy, really. I mean... Well, I saw Sheffield United were top for a little bit. Yeah, they were. Obviously, Norwich were top before Christmas. West Brom... They're so inconsistent. I guess the thing is, uh, 
Derby in sixth to Forest in seventh. Like I say, it's four points. But there's the same Bristol City down in eleventh. So they're they're only a point behind Forest. So they're only five points out of it. Swansea are having an okay season as well. So. I mean, without going through every game over Christmas, there's been some upsets. Uh, I mean, Leeds lost 4-2, didn't they, to to Forest uh, in the last round of fixtures. But um, as always, and it always will be, the championship is a tight division. And um, (laughs) to be honest, until it's mathematically set, you can't really say who's going to finish where. Just, Just because I'm a bit of a derby, you know following them a little bit at the moment because of Lampard. Weren't they losing to Norwich 3-2 and then they scored twice in injury time and they ended up winning 4-3 against Norwich? I swear. They they, they did. Was it but, injury but, time? Yeah, it... What, hap- what hap- just quickly, what happened in that game is one of the floodlights failed. Oh. So, so in about the 80, I think it was the 82nd or 83rd minute, the game was postponed and the players went off. And at that point, uh... at that point, Norwich were three two up with about seven minutes to go. But there was there was quite a lengthy delay, and yeah, admittedly, I I remember I was watching I was I was watching the telly when it was three two, and then I I checked the result after because it must have finished sort of twenty twenty five minutes after all the other games. Yeah, Derby Derby won four three. So I don't know what happened in that period. I don't know what I don't know what Frankie Lampard did to him. But um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so cool. yeah, watch this space for the championship. We'll we'll give you some some confirmed details in May, I think, when we actually because it's all going to change. I'm sure. As long as Leeds don't win the league, I'll be happy. I think they will, mate. To be honest, but we'll see. We'll see. Cool. So um, let's straight on to League One, then, Rich. Yeah, well, League One is, um, well, <laughs> there's not an awful lot of difference here, to be honest. Um, Pompey is still top, so they've had quite yeah, a, um, well, they? yeah, they've had quite a productive period over Christmas. Um, they did lose um, away at Gillingham, which um, I guess was a bit of a shock, but um, they beat three, they beat three wins in the last five. Well. Yeah, Norwich were down to 10 men for a, for a lot of that game, though. Um, Luton are in second, but sorry, yeah, Pompey are five points clear. Um, Luton, 52 points, but they've drawn their last two games. Uh, Sunderland have dropped some points recently. They've had two wins and two draws in their last four. Uh, then it's Charlton, Barnsley and Doncaster, which uh, complete the playoff places. Peterborough are just outside by a point, but... Peterborough have always been in in the playoff places when we've spoken about it before, so they've there. they've dropped out a bit. They've only won one of their last five, which um, which isn't great form. Um, at the bottom, it's it, it's pretty tight at the bottom, to be honest. It's tighter than some of the other divisions. So Wimbledon are bottom. Uh, they've got twenty two points, but they have won two of their last five. Um, then Plymouth are on 24 points, Oxford on 26, Bradford on 27, but then even up to Gillingham in 19th, so two places outside of the relegation, they're they're only a point outside. So Bristol Rovers are out of relegation now, Chris. You'll be they pleased won, to hear. Well, yeah, they they've won three out of the last. I don't think they've lost. Yeah, they have. Yeah, well, 
undefeated in their last four, Ooh. but three wins. But they're, they're only out of the relegation zone on goal difference. But uh, f- So Wimbledon in 24th up to Gillingham in 19th. It's only six points. Pretty so t- to cover those places, that's not, that's not that many points really. So um, there'll probably be some movement. Uh, teams in the middle of the table, uh, if you look at Wickham, for example, so they've lost their last four. Uh, Blackpool haven't won in five. Um, Rochdale, three defeats in a row. Um, but it just shows like Scumforper in 17th, as an example, they've won their last three. So they've sort of come right out of relegation where they're now sort of three, three, four points clear. So um, usual suspects at the top. Um, but yeah, Pompey, I mean, f- five points clear. They, you, if they carry on, you've got you've got to think they'll be they'll be there or thereabouts. Sunderland have got a few games in hand. They've got one on Pompey, but two on Charlton. So if, if Sunderland do win their game in hand, they go three points behind Pompey. But top two go up automatically. And yeah. If Luton do lose their manager, it'd be um, well, interesting gone. to see. Oh, he has gone. He has, okay. Yeah, they've appointed. So it'd be interesting. Uh, it'd be interesting to see game. what. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. So. Be a nice job to take over, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, second, but you know. yeah, but I mean, you could, you can, you can go the other way where <laughs> if, if you sort of totally turn their season around and it went the other way, it's not, it's not going to do good for you, is it? So, no. we'll see, we'll see, we'll okay. see what happens. Cool. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll move over to uh, to League Two. Um, now, now League Two is a bit odd in the fact that. A lot of teams have got games in that. So some teams have played 25, 26, 27 games. So so a few teams do have games in hand. So the table isn't, you know, where it probably might be in the next couple of weeks when these teams play their games in hand. But anyway, Lincoln are still top top of the league. Um, they did lose one game over Christmas away to Crew, but other than that, they've they've had straight wins. Um, but MK Dons, so they're they're now four points behind Lincoln in second. Um, they, well, the only game they won over Christmas was on New Year's Day when they beat Cambridge six 0 Other than that, it was two losses and a draw. Um, Bury in third and Mansfield in fourth. They literally have not changed. They've been third and fourth pretty much for the last five six weeks. Um, but Carlisle are the informed team in League Two at the moment. Um, five wins from five over Christmas. Well, so they've, well, they've actually won their last six games, and some impressive results as well. So they've they've beaten Oldham six nil, Colchester four nil. They've won away games to Morecambe and Crawley as well. So they are um, they're flying. So they they actually are the new team within the, the the playoffs at the moment. But they are a team that have played. 27 games so there are teams around them that have got games in hand um so yeah forest green in in sixth and exeter in seventh uh colchester eighth and tram in ninth all have had good christmas periods but again like i said they they've all played less games than the rest of the league um but are only so you've got bury in third on 46 and Colchester in eighth on 43. So there is literally just three points separating, 
you know, seven positions there. So you actually, even MK Dons are, are on 47. So Colchester are in eight. They're only four points off second. So, you know, not not too quite tightly compact at the top. Uh, at the bottom, Macclesfield are finally off the bottom of the Woo-hoo! league. But the Salt Campbell effect is in full flow. That's what uh, we've all been waiting for. Yeah, they have only won twice in the last six, but they have drawn twice as well. And the two games that they've actually lost, they've only lost by a goal, so they're much improved. Um, which means Notts County have slipped down down to bottom of the league, unfortunately. Only one win in well, their lap there they won they beat Tranmere three two, but before that they hadn't won for three months. So there's very yeah. few wins, isn't there? If you look at like the sort of bottom six, seven yeah. teams, there's there, there's 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 not a lot of uh, numbers going in the win column. One noticeable team down in twenty second now. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save we'll save that for later, that. Chris. Uh, Cambridge, Morecambe, and Port Vale. The, the, this this league is very split between the bottom eight, nine teams are really struggling to, to get anything whilst the top half of the table are just, you know, just picking these teams off, you know, one by one. But, you know, top top goal scorer in the league, Norwood and Stockley. Um, but I don't know if you knew this, Rich, but Stockley from Exeter has actually moved. Used to play for Yeovil. No, he didn't play for you. No. <laughs> he, he played. He played for X, who's top goal scorer in League Two. But I, I believe he's moved to Preston. I think. So yeah, it's a step up, isn't it? He's, uh, so he's moved on now. So whether that will affect them, I'm not too sure. But they haven't been yeah, that badly to be honest over Christmas. But yeah, the league. Um, like I said, four miles. Carlisle, five out of five. And the worst team in the league are Newport. So Newport were that team that were third and fourth and they had the negative goal difference, if you remember. Um, yeah. They're actually 13th now. So they've, I, I know they beat Leicester in the FA Cup, but other than that, in the league, they have um, they have really fallen behind and, and their minus two goal difference is, is now a minus seven goal difference. Um, so... It's gonna be unlikely that they um, recover, shall we say, from from this. The last game they won was on the twenty fourth of November. So, well, there's still, still a lot of time, isn't there? A lot of time to go. That is League League Two. So, well, that's kind of the Christmas football sorted. I could probably speak about the A League, Syria, A La Liga. And all that sort of stuff, but we'll save up for another day. <laughs> you watch too uh, much football, mate. Save <laughs> you know, I don't think I do, but I think other people in this house would probably disagree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll be uh, we'll be back in part two where we'll do a uh, quick, just a brief update of um, predictions, and then we'll get straight into. Uh, uh, talking about Yeovil, who have the the great pleasure of being um, our second special topic. We've covered them before, haven't we? I think. Yeah, I did one with Adam. Oh, uh, yeah, and all the clips. Yeah, yeah, all the sound bites. Yeah, okay. So this is my first the, the experience sound, of talking with Yeovil. I don't make any <laughs> Damn it! Okay, right. We'll see you in part two. 
Hello and welcome back to part two of View from the Sideline podcast. So we're going to um, just give a quick summary of the predictions challenge. Um, as we said at the beginning of this episode, it has carried on um, over Christmas. Um, the table, uh, so there's a few more names in there. Um, a few scores coming through, uh, but Jamie is still top. No one has got near the 30 really um seems to be since really hard to, to get it seems well, like the, the, uh, this is well, you it's do, a great you, score it's a great it score is. but yeah you say that um a week or so ago i think i i got 25 i got 25 last week but i think we um, both have hit 30 this this season haven't we? yeah 30 is 30 is both, the top score yeah we, we've we got it both. a couple of times i think but um, just briefly, Chris, your scores lately have been terrible, which has seen my Christmas period has been awful. It's uh, seen your average drop by about two points, so you're now yeah. a, a good solid point behind me. Um, so yeah, we had an FA Cup one last weekend, um, and it was my sister in law, Sarah, actually, who um, who was the guest, um, and she'll be greatly pleased that she beat my brother and also my nephew so she's the uh the king of football predictions in their household um but predictions again for this week where jimmy's our guest so we've got the usual six games we'll put that out on social media um over the next couple of days um but yeah we've had quite a few people over christmas it's been good some good scores um but yeah no one's toppled the 30 yet so that was prediction. So, Chris, I'm not sure if you're looking forward to this or not. I don't well, think you are, but yeah. take it away. Talk about Yeovil. Okay, so I think it, it's, well, uh, amongst Yeovil fans, I, I think they have, over the Christmas period, should we say, slightly lost their patience with <laughs> with Darren Way, the manager. Um, I was, It's not every, not every fan from you know i've seen things on on twitter and and facebook it's not every fan that believes he should go but it is the majority of the of the fans um but so earlier this week obviously i asked i did put it out on twitter and we got probably the best response i think i've ever had from tweeting out a topic um it got retweeted a lot i got quite a bit of um feedback from from people as well some fans um but just put it in context really of, of what's happened so yeovil are currently 22nd in the league um they have got two games in hand but i wouldn't hold hope in them winning those two games in hand but the the the, the performances have been quite frankly dreadful um over christmas um the last time they won a game of football uh, in the league was against Carlisle on the 27th of October and they won that game in the 96th minute so it wasn't like a game that they were dominated so that's one win in the league in the last 18 games in the last 18 league games they've won one game okay Can you remember just, so so they so they did get a, a victory in the EFL cup just 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 from looking from their from their results but um, I'm not too sure what you read into that. So, 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 what are we looking at? 10, 10 11 games without a win. 
Yep, so it's um, nine, yeah, ten, ten games without Yeah, ten games. But before that, this is how this is how much it is. Can you remember, this is probably our second or third week we did the podcast, Yeovil beat Newport 6-0 away from home. I, I do remember a time remember? when they, they were flying pretty high. Yeah, that was the last time. So they won that game 6-0. That's incredible. That 15th of September, they've won two games since the 15th. They've not won a home game in the league since the 25th of August. That's, that's sort of a couple of weeks into the season. <laughs> that was the third game of the season. They've won one game at home all season. The other three wins they've got have all been away. It, it, it's just crazy. So just before... Um, to, I think in between Christmas and New Year, the assistant manager left, Terry Skiverton, and they've lost five players in the last nine days where contracts have been terminated. Um, so they've lost at least two of their best players. They have got a couple of injuries, um, but personally for me, I don't, I don't like seeing managers get sat, but I think it is time for him to leave but there is a but there is a but amongst the oval fans there has always been this thing where the 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 chairman and the people in charge are very very tight with their money and to sack him the thought of them having to spend money to sack him will probably stop them from sacking him and i believe if they don't change their manager they don't bring someone else in. I think that they'll be playing in the National League next season. And that, from six seasons ago, when they were playing in the Championship, against the teams like you said earlier, when you were doing the review, Leeds, Sheffield United, you know, Reading, Bolton, all those teams, they were playing against six seasons ago. And the thought of next season, and this is no, you know, I'm not saying these teams are bad, but they'll be playing in, against teams in the National League. It, it's just, I, I just, it's just one of those things where you just can't believe what you are seeing. I've personally, but Chris, not, just 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 to inter, just yeah, to yeah, interject. Yeah. So yeah. because I mean, you're a lot more in the know than I am. Yeah. Are, are, you, are you saying it's it's purely down, or the main reason is the manager? I think I think the player like have we, have we got another Mourinho yep, sort of like with sort Mourinho, of uh... I think that they're not managed well enough, and I think that they have lost confidence. And confidence it is it must be at such a low at the moment because what I'm seeing from fans on Twitter week in week out is just that they are not playing for the manager at the moment. They're not playing as a team. Chris, I'm just going to interject for one second purely because it's live. City is 7 0 up. Is that it? Yeah, 7 0 with, <laughs> with 25 minutes to go. Sorry, carry on. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Why couldn't we got Burton Albion? It's a fix. But anyway, so, you know, like I said, the majority of the people, the fans, they want him to leave the club. But, but anyway, so, like I said earlier on this week, I asked for people to get in touch um, through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. 
with their opinions on what they think um, of, of what's happening at the club. Um, so uh, I will, I'll go through some of these um, because they are, some of them are quite funny. Um, so uh, one of the social um, accounts for Yeovil, uh, a website run by members, sent me a link to the website with some feedback. That was pretty good, but there was a lot, a lot of feedback on it. It's like a forum, basically. Um, but yeah, there was some things on there that <laughs> were not positive. Um, also had uh, another young man tweet uh, called Callum. Uh, he messaged me saying that the manager is tactically inept. Fry, who was the owner, couldn't run a marathon, let alone a club. And the only investment but it's just been made in the last 10 years is into his new driveway. <laughs> also, and he, he's actually sticking up for the manager. He says also, it's never Way's fault, which is sarcastic, by the way. And the fans are clueless about football other than that it's all good. Um, also, uh, so Adam, who's done a podcast with us before, uh, he said that Darren Way, who's the manager, is the main issue at Yeovil. He is out of his depth and doesn't have a plan B. Blames everyone apart from himself and says the fans don't know about football. So he actually said that in a press conference. So he's losing the fans. Uh, at the bottom of the form table over the last 18 games in the top four divisions, and he's still in charge. One win at home this season. Five players have already left in January. No players in. The board say there is no money available, so looking like National League, here we come. Frustrating thing is, this season started so well, but injuries to our key players have been a massive impact, which we've never recovered. Okay, so, sorry, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in again, Chris. Yep. So, um, realistically, so being a Yeovil follower that you are, at the yep. beginning of the, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. What what was the realistic expectation? I mean, from 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 when seven. we from when we've spoken before, Yeovil yeah. have always been there or thereabouts in in sort of the bottom area of the table. They've survived. Correct me if I'm wrong. They've survived re- relegation. So last, yeah, last season. A, a couple of t- or last season. But are, are you are you realistically saying that? you would have expected them to be in or around the playoffs the, the, come the, come the, the players, end of the season. Yeah, the players that they bought in are more than capable of getting in the top seven. But the problem is, Rich, the players that they bring in are all loan players. They don't buy they don't tend to buy players and they give players such short contracts, only one year contracts, you know, they just end up leaving because there's you know, they they see that the club's in free fall, and that's probably why five of these players have already left this month because of it. And so there's so there's no stability right. with, and, with and the, the cra- players. And... Crowds are getting lower and lower and lower each week. You know, from ch- when they were in the championship, I think they were averaging about five six thousand a game. Now, I think they're lucky to get over one one and a half yeah yeah i mean i I don't i don't want to sort of play devil's advocate but i guess part of that's to be expected um yeah i I, I think i i think if you if you because yeah but i mean it's not 
there's a lot there's a lot of teams that would have a lot more um fans coming to watch matches if they were in a higher division um but i guess that mm, sorry man city have just got eight now um just think you could be a burton fan that would be pretty poor at the moment but so i i get yeah i get what you're saying um i'm just i'm just trying to get some some sort of context around it yeah no so we've i've had other i've had quite a few bits of feedback so this is another one this one's quite a long one i'm assuming it's majority of it is negative nine to the people that contacted me hundred percent. Right, okay. Um I've seen bits and pieces saying, you know, give them a chance, what else what else is out there? You know just, you know, bits and bobs really. Um but you know, it's very the the stuff I suppose you really only see the negative side of things on Twitter anyway, don't you? I don't I, you know, there's not much positive stuff that goes around on there. But anyway, this one is quite a lengthy one. Um but it's someone that obviously loves the club, you know, very much and is quite angry, let's say, at what the current situation is. So uh, he started off the, the, the tweet by just saying the last, so the last five seasons, they've had two relegations for Championship League One. And then the last three seasons in League Two, they finished in the bottom six. Um, so anyway, so this is what he had to say. So it started in the championship. The owners never wanted to get promoted to it because they would have had to pump money in and it would have only just got relegated. And if they would have invested it a bit more, they could have done the impossible and stayed up. So basically, he's saying there that the owners never really wanted Jable to go up to the championship because they felt they would have had to invest more money into the club, which they didn't want to do. Anyway... So they got relegated. League One, all they wanted that season was to finish mid-table after getting the championship money, but that didn't happen. Gary Johnson got sacked, and they ended up getting relegated. The League Two. So the start of League Two, the club appointed Paul Sturrock, who was going through a few personal issues at the time, um, which was an odd sign-in, Paul Sturrock, I must say. He got sacked, and then that's when Darren Wade took over. So Darren Wade did a great job, kept us up, deserved to get the job. Since then, there's been no progression, and we find ourselves battling relegation again and again. The owners are refusing to give the manager any money. In a, in a recent supporters' trust meeting, he said some unbelievable things, which he said to look up on the forums. He said... They now can't afford to sign any players in January because of the financial rules, because of their poor income this season due to fans not obviously turning up to the games. Not so, it's the fa- good... so it's the fans' fault. Well, not having a good cut run, so they lost to Stockport 3-1 at home in the FA Cup. At the end of last season, he said, next season we are looking to be top seven. If anyone can't help us achieve that, they shouldn't be here. He said one win in 18, and he gets given a new two-year contract. I don't know if you were aware of that, Rich. Uh, yeah, I think I think you might may have mentioned that previously. So he got yeah. given a new contract for two years. So the owners now will never sack him, as the cost of that will be too much. 
we are we are stuck with a tactically inept manager who I believe the players have stopped playing for. The last three home games, they have chanted for him to leave and he still doesn't walk away. We also released Tom Eaves on a free as Wade didn't think he could cut it in League 2. He's gone on to sign for Gillingham and he's the top scorer, one of the top scorers in League 1. And then he just said if you know, bits and bobs about his previous experiences, asking if I've been to see him this season. I've told him no. So yeah. I've got I've just got, I've just got a few more questions, Chris, just yes. just to put a bit more meat on the bone. So the Go current in. the current manager. Down way. Yeah, yep. what's his I have been listening. <laughs> I just couldn't remember his name. <laughs> what's the um what's his ties to Yeovil? So has has he got well, any links to the club? Played for Yeovil, played for yeah. Swansea as well. Uh, then came back when he retired from football. Um, did have a nasty um, uh, car crash. He, he actually he lost his life, um, which is obviously quite sad um, at the time. But he came back, fought back from that, and uh, he was a coach and assistant manager and then got given the job when Sturrock left. And f- from the f- from from the owner's perspective, of, of the, are they have they got money to put into the club? Because oh, I think I think see, what this is I, the thing. yeah, this is the thing. I, I'm just thinking believe... from the from the manager's point of view. I, I think it's you don't see many managers resign these days because it's it's not financially beneficial yeah, for yeah. them to resign. And I think it's all right the board saying that. Or, or not necessarily the board or the fans or the, the people that have contributed to the conversation saying that um, they can't afford to sack him. I, I, that seems like a bit of a cop-out to me because you you would I guess you would have to weigh up the, the financial risk of dropping down to, to non-league football versus, I mean... It, He's not going to be on mega money. We're not talking Premier no, League talking, sort of salary, but we're talking I, probably I, a couple thousand. I guess I, most. I guess it's all relative, but it it um it just seems to be from from what from what you said the board have said and stuff. It just there seems to be a lot of his excuses as to why the club is in in the position it is. There's yeah. there's an answer to everything. It's it's just the fact that the the. The money has come in through, through so um, last season they played Man United in the FA Cup third round TV game, you know, made quite a bit of money off that, but the money wasn't, you know, put towards players or put towards anything really. I think it just went into the the owners' pockets. And I think I think that's what frustrates the fans the most is that I think they believe that the the owners do have money. But they're just not willing to put it in back into the club. And yeah, this is probably why they find them find themselves in now twenty second in the league. You know they've got to change something round, and losing players in January is not ideal. Again, it's it's probably going to mean that they're going to have to loan more players. You know, and these loan players they they they, they don't play together before you know they're just hand-picked from the league above or, or the championship and... yeah I, mean, I, I guess i guess sort of in summary it's there's there's two ways to look at it you only need two teams to be worse than you 
to stay in that division. Yeah. But what what is the view going into the next season if there's no changes at the club, if the manager's still there, if the owners are still there, if you're still in a position as a team where you're sort of relying on loan players and there's such a turnover of staff because they're on they're on a season-long loan or something like that. Um, and is the club less appealing uh, because of what's happened this season for players to come in next year? So, do you know what I mean? It's like a... It's, it, it's, the lesser of two evils, I guess. If you could, yeah. if, if they stay in the division, that's not necessarily the 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 best thing for them. If, if no, that makes sense, right. I'm not saying relegation's a good thing to happen, but sometimes you need a bit of a wake up call. But I mean, you you could, like you mentioned before, two games in hand. If they win those games, I mean, it sort of takes them up four or five places. It's um, the winning. That's, that's, that's the well, yeah, that's but that's it. That's moment. it. They but just, yeah. they're they're three points outside of relegation at the moment. Even if you you pick up one win or two draws, that that takes you that gives you that little bit of a buffer. But maybe that's just sort of sticking a plaster over it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Um, not mean. not actually not actually um, facing up to the problem. But I mean, on on the plus, from a selfish point of view, from the podcast, it's good that we got um, such sort of interest yeah, on that topic. No, it it's good, um, it so um, thanks to everyone who, yeah, who sent us their comments. Yeah, thank you very much to everyone that did that, that, that did reply. Um, um, who who did, have they who have they got next? Just just quickly, who are they up against uh, next? So they're away they're away at Mansfield. So easy in the Mansfield top half. Yeah, well, fourth. Yeah, they're fourth. Maybe, uh, maybe that's something to revisit next week. We can uh, see how they got on. See if it's um, an, a better position or not. I'll have to wait and see. We'll anyway, see. we'll leave it so, there. So yeah, good chat. Good chat. Yeah. So we just um, we just pick up the teaser answer quickly yeah, before so we finish for today. The, the, the two players that have scored. Uh, four goals between Boxing Day and the 3rd of January are? So, I th- I'm i pretty confident on one, mm-hmm. which I think is Son at Spurs. I think. And the second one? I'm torn. They both play for the same club, but I'm torn. Ooh. I'm torn between Pogba and Rashford. Rashford. You're going with Rashford. Yeah. You've got them both wrong. <laughs> both wrong? Oh, both wrong. It. I was so, pretty Sun's confident on Son. Son's got three. Oh, you were almost right with one. Is Pogba right? Pogba is one. Yeah, Pogba's oh, got four. The other it. one plays for Liverpool. Uh, it's Firmino. He scored that trick in one game. Oh, we don't count. He's got a single goal in the game. He don't count. They were the leaders. Oh, I was pretty. I was pretty confident there. Rashford got two, I think. I think Rashford got two. I'm, no, I'm very impressed, Chris, with your. I'm going to break you in easy. It's quite an easy teaser. That teaser took ages to do, by the way, because I had to go through nearly every game over Christmas to find out who's well, got. I've, I've spent most of my Christmas sat down eating dry roasted peanuts, Chris. <laughs> A lot of peanuts. Not really <laughs> a lot of peanuts. We've eaten a lot, a lot of peanuts. Okay, good one. Yeah. Good. Anyway, that is uh, that is all we got time for this week. 
Um, good to be back, and uh, yeah. we'll be back again next week. Um, yeah. But we will um, we'll see you all over the social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Predictions will be going up shortly, probably either tomorrow or Friday. What day are we now? What day are we? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes, yeah, so in, I think still the, in that mode where you know between Christmas and New Year, where you just haven't yeah. got a clue. The um the the predictions will be up tomorrow um on social media and uh we'll, we'll get this the links out to the episode this episode on social media as well J- just just to point um the listeners in the direction of the website so um we've got two new blog entries which have gone on today where um chris has done a review on the bottom six teams in the premier league and sort of season so far um a bit of a i don't know like a a plus rating thing if you like um and i've done the top six teams so they're now available to read on the website uh, if you want to go on there and take a look and all the other blog entries are on there as well cool so um, i will see you guys next week yep speak to you next week